Today on This Week in Time Travel, a special episode for the hundreds, thousands, of fans making the pilgrimage to Los Angeles in a few weeks. Gallifrey One is the world's largest fan-run Doctor Who convention, and today, Chip, Rachel, and I are going to run through the highlights of the convention programming and offer up some tips to make the most of the experience. What to expect at the extended family reunion on the 85th episode of This Week in Time Travel. Rachel, it's good to have you back with us. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here and so excited to talk about Galley. That's right. There's not a whole lot of news going on in the world of Doctor Who other than the fact that production has officially begun on Series 12. So we decided to go a little self-indulgent and do a little something that is especially for those of you who are going to be making the pilgrimage to Los Angeles on February 15th through 17th. I've been going for the past couple of years, and it's absolutely a fantastic experience. I have an amazing time. And there's going to be some really cool guests and panels coming up this year. So we wanted to give you a little bit of an insight into uh, what's going to be happening, what we're really looking forward to. Rachel, how long have you been going to Galley? I was just trying to do the math in my head. I think this is my seventh Galley. Wow. Been around a little while now. And I've been going since 2010, so I'm feeling kind of old right now. So what keeps us coming back to this thing? We get to go someplace. Definitely the family reunion. (laughs) You went for the sweet thing, and I was going to say just to go someplace warm in the middle of February. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's that too, I guess. It helps, you know? Yeah. It does. So Gallifrey won 30 years in the TARDIS. It's the 30th anniversary of this convention. It's held every year at the Marriott Los Angeles Airport Hotel. It has grown significantly in the last decade uh, with the return of the television show. Uh, It went from celebrating a show of the past to just really being plugged into the ongoing growth of the show. And the Guests are a good combination of yesterday and today, if we want to talk about it. Your top six headlining guests, Colin Baker, the sixth doctor, Catherine freaking Tate, Donna Noble from season four in The Runaway Bride, John Barrowman, the irrepressible Captain Jack Harkness, Pearl Mackey, Bill Potts, Katie Manning, Joe Grant, and William Russell, Ian Chesterton, which I know our friend Michelle Tidmore is thrilled about. Uh, So yesterday, today, and tomorrow. But it's not just about the guests, is it? Nope. There's going to be lots of fun panels and things, of which a few of us are going to be on some panels. So we thought we'd uh, go through some of the programming highlights as we've been making check marks on all of the things that we want to find the time to, highlighting some of the panels that you and Rachel are participating in. I'm being very lazy this year. And just giving galley attendees some ideas for really, really cool stuff that they might miss. So why don't we dig in? Yeah, I would say there's three categories of things you can go to. So there's the kind of big premiere guest panels in the main ballroom, which you just ran through Chip. And then there's the discussion panels, which are usually just are more analysis discussions of things where there'd be three to five panelists discussing it with audience questions and the like. 
including the academic symposium, which is a little bit more uh, like academically focused that our, our friends Joy and Paul are, are running. And then I would call the lighthearted fun category. So things like fan video happy hour or drunk Whovian history or karaoke and uh, masquerade and all of those other fun stuff that they add on the side. I would highly recommend going to a few of each of those. You need a little bit of lighthearted fun in between some of the more serious panels. And our friends Sage and Kim put on an amazing fan video happy hour every year. So I will definitely be there, possibly with a glass of wine. Definitely with a glass of wine. (laughs) We forgot to mention Verity's in defense of panel, which is always a lot of fun. Oh, yes. That's right. Uh, One minute to defend something that is largely derided, uh, kind of our uh, received fan wisdom segment or the gallery of the underrated segment on Reality Bomb, just with great time constraints and pressure and jeering from the audience. (laughs) I forget. uh, Is is the ribose operation underrated or not? I can't remember. Oh, no. We are not going to go there. Eric is not going to live that down. (laughs) Oh, you know, we're absolutely going to go there the entirety of Galley. (laughs) So, Rachel, are you going to be on any panels this coming year? Yeah, I've got two. The first one I'm really excited about, um, it's a panel called The Case for Fan Activism. It is just a discussion of kind of social change and, you know, can fans do good in this world using their shows like Doctor Who as a structure. So as a participant on uh, Who Against Guns, I'm excited for that. Participant? You were the the infrastructure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're too kind. The other one I'm doing, which I'm so excited about, is the Doctor Who Deathmatch Companions Edition. And as somebody who was on the very first Deathmatch panel, which was James Bond films, um, I'm excited to return to this format and cause trouble in voting down everybody's favorites and voting for the people everybody hates. (laughs) You're pretty busy on the panel circuit this year, aren't you, Alyssa? I am. So I have three panels this year. The first one on Saturday is actually not one that I'm moderating, which is a relief, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We're calling it How to Rock a Convention Panel. So Joy and I, Joy Piedmont and I every year really try to encourage people to sign up to propose some ideas and topics for panels at Gallifrey One for the Fan Track, and then try to encourage people to be panelists. A lot of people, when they talk with us, are like, I'd love to do one of those panels, but you know, I just don't know that I'm qualified for it. I don't know, you know, if I'm really a good fit for it. I don't know if I applied that I'd get accepted. So we really want to sort of break down a lot of the misconceptions about what you need to do to propose a panel and then apply to be a panelist and really kind of walk people through 
how to present yourself as a potential panelist when you're applying to really help you come up with the best possible application to make yourself shine and really show why you should be on that panel. And it's not a long process. It's not a scary one. We're not asking you to write cover letters or anything like that. You know, we're just going to help try to boost your confidence and let you know that, yes, actually, we really want your voices on convention panels. So if you've ever been interested in doing all the crazy things we're doing, sign up and uh, go to that one. Then on Sunday, bless the convention gods, this panel is at 11 a.m. and not any earlier, but I'm uh, moderating a panel called Social Commentary in Doctor Who. So we are going to talk about what happens when the show gets into some more politically and socially conscious topics. And we're going to talk about the type of commentary that we have seen in the show and really get into a deep dive discussion about how it does it, when it does it, why it does it, uh, and whether or not we think it's successful. And then Saturday at 3 p.m. is going to be a panel that's very, very important personally to me. And I really hope that people come to this panel and participate in what should be a very good, probably a little bit of a difficult discussion for a lot of people. If you were at Gallifrey One last year, there was a big panel at the end of the day on Sunday with a bunch of women from cast and crew side of Doctor Who, uh, who were talking about their experiences in the industry as a whole. And obviously, last year, the Me Too movement was very much on people's minds. And the conversation began about those topics and about how they had been impacted in their careers. Um, and people were telling stories that they'd never told anyone before. They hadn't told people for decades. And it was a very, very emotional panel. And I wanted to sort of revisit that moment because as impressive and amazing as it was on stage, there wasn't really a lot of time for people to process and discuss it afterwards because it was Sunday evening, the very end of the convention. Everyone was gone almost immediately afterwards. Um, so we are going to have a panel talking about that moment and talking about the broader Me Too movement and how people are being impacted by it and what people can do to support the movement and support cast and crew members who work in the industry. So we're going to have three people from last year's panel on it, including Deb Stanish, who moderated last year, and Sarah Dollard and Rachel Talalay, who were present and speaking on that panel, as well as a few other fan panelists to be able to talk about the moment from their perspective and to be able to contribute about ideas about how we can participate and support the movement. So I hope everyone comes to that. That should be a lot of fun. Well, not fun, but it should be a very, very important. I hope everyone comes yeah. to that. It should be a very important conversation. Yeah, I am definitely looking forward to it. Absolutely. So aside from the things that you're working on or contributing to, uh, what are some of the other uh, events and panels and interviews that you're looking forward to at the next galley? I'm looking forward to the panels that are discussing this most recent season. We have some new content to throw in to the panel. So there's a couple, one about the season overall, more from a writing and story perspective, and, and one that's more from a character TARDIS team perspective. And then there's a panel looking at Chibnall specifically and sort of compare contrast to past showrunners. And so I'm really looking forward to just having new stuff to talk about. That's for sure. And I'll, I'll be interested 
there's been a range of opinions of uh, how this season has gone, uh, mainly directed towards the writing and such. And I'll be really interested to see how those conversations go on the panels, because I have the feeling that those are not going to be homogenous panels in terms of reactions to the show and opinions on where it should go from here. I'm really interested this year to see a couple of the guest interviews. I actually usually miss a lot of the guest interviews because I'm on so many panels. This year, I really want to make time, though, to see Catherine Tate and Pearl Mackey. Pearl Mackey had been lined up for a few conventions last year, but she had a busy schedule. So she had to pull out of a couple of those. So this is going to be a a really good opportunity to get to see her and see that conversation, uh, which would be a lot of fun. And Catherine, Tate's always amazing. I love her dearly. And so any panel or anything that she should be on should be absolutely amazing to see. Including this or that. Yes. You want to tell people what that is? Yeah. So our friends Kim and Sage of Fan Video Happy Hour, uh, Head Over Feels, are bringing back their This or That panel that they did last year. And this year, it's with Pearl Mackey, Nicola Bryant, and Rosie Jane. And so they'll just ask them uh, fun questions. Do you like Batman or Superman? But then, you know, the conversation could go anywhere. And it makes it so much fun. And you never know what's going to come out of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hilarious on its own right. But you also find out so much more about the guests on that stage, you know, when they're they're basically being made to talk about stuff other than Doctor Who, for the most part. The one that they did years ago with Paul McGann at Long Island Who is legendary. legendary. <laughs> I think that's yeah. the one where he announced that, what was it? Uh, his, oh, the it was name, Cuddles something or other. Cuddles Jubilee came up. Cuddles Jubilee, yes. <laughs> I think that's his porn name. <laughs> So definitely check out this or that. It's going to be an absolute riot. But honestly, I'm really mostly just looking forward to LobbyCon, where everyone just hangs out in the lobby and chats and talks with each other, because that's going to be a lot of fun to just get to hang out and see people that you only see for a lot of us once a year, maybe. And that's really what keeps people coming back to Gallifrey is just being able to see an amazing group of friends that is basically like family after a certain point. Absolutely. I I have a hard time even using them, you know, qualifying it as basically like that this convention has become so important to me uh, for so many years uh, because of those people. Um, I did want to mention a couple of panels myself or events that I'm going to be checking out. Um, I'm going to be helping behind the scenes again this year for uh, Radio Free Scarrow's live show, which opens up the convention on Friday morning. That's going to be called Vidfire and Fury. I suspect Warren had something to do with that title. They're going to be uh, talking to Colin Baker and Pearl Mackey and the Doctor Who restoration team. So that's right up their alley. I'm super excited about the academic uh, symposium, Time Lord Timelines, which we discussed with Joy Piedmont and Paul Booth a couple of weeks ago on this podcast. So check that out. I did mention last time that they are doing a Babylon 5 panel that has just added Walter Koenig to the lineup. So that's a little bit of Star Trek in your Doctor Who as well as Babylon 5 uh, for actors who are a big part of that show 25 years ago. But to go back to your point, Alyssa, 
LobbyCon. I mean, could we just spend the entire convention in LobbyCon? It probably wouldn't be good for our livers. Mm. That's probably true. One of the other fun aspects of LobbyCon is ribbon trading. Mm. You know, I've actually spent a little extra time this year paying attention to the Ribbon Exchange Facebook group and Everybody's is that why they named been, the character Ribbons of the Seven Stomachs in the one episode this season? Was that a galleon joke? I don't think I so. hope, yeah, I wish it was. That's for <laughs> sure. But yeah, I've just seen so many people posting amazing creative ribbons just from different character quotes and vague references to one of the old Marriott carpet that's absolutely gorgeous in full color. And there's just so much creativity in this fan community and trading ribbons is a way to see a lot of that. Are either of you doing ribbons this year? I am collecting. I'm not providing, but I have seen two ribbons out there in the wild that are nothing more than the carpet pattern at the Marriott, and I will hunt them down. (laughs) Yes. I am bringing It's Not Susan. (laughs) That's not the complete ribbon there, is it? It's true. You're missing an adjective. Chip, can we let her swear? I'll stazer it. Come on. Okay, parents, parents, get your kids off the podcast now so we can let Rachel swear. Yeah, the full ribbon says, it's not Susan, it's never fucking Susan. (laughs) (laughs) So stop speculating. Stop speculating it is, people. It's never never her. I still have a couple of leftover ones from past years, including one that says that Katie Manning did everything John Pertwee did, but backwards in high heels. Um, I love that one. I love that one. I just, it's it's excellent. And then for the past couple of years, I've done uh, ribbons that have the names of all of the women writers and directors in sort of the Helvetica style. So black background, white font, and just first name ampersand, first name ampersand. So I've updated that for the past series of Doctor Who. And then I also have a new ribbon this year, which is all of the people of color who have written and directed for the show. And you can fit all of them on one ribbon. So come grab those ribbons and then also be depressed that you can fit all of the names on one ribbon. You actually got a shout out from some of this year's creators, didn't you? I did, yes. So uh, it seems that they had made their way around Whovian Twitter. So Joy Wilkinson, who wrote uh, for Doctor Who this year, retweeted them. She is unfortunately not coming to Gallifrey One, but she said something lovely about how nice they were. And then Vinay Patel, who also wrote this year, replied back and said they were awesome. So he's also not coming, but hopefully we get them out to future conventions in the United States and I can provide them with ribbons there. Or if somebody happens to be going back to the UK and would like to just take a bundle of ribbons with them to hand out to writers and directors at UK conventions, I would be more than happy to supply some. So we need to start wrapping this episode up because at least one of our co-hosts here has a hard out. But we've talked about the thriving underground ribbon economy at Gallifrey One. What are some other tips if somebody is new to Gallifrey One, they've got their ticket and they're arriving for the first time this year. What are some tips that you have for helping them find their place? Hydrate. That's the most important. Snacks. Yeah, don't forget to eat. You know, we bring a water bottle. 
protein bars. Protein bars are great for if you are just running around doing a bunch of different things at the convention and you can just like snack on them in line. Yeah. And lions are not a huge thing at Galley. There's a, just a few things that you have to wait online for, mostly the autographs and photos sessions. And there's a couple panels but take opportunity while you're in lines to talk to new people. It's a great way to make friends and kind of widen your social circle within the convention. And, you know, it helps pass the time, too. Also, I don't care who you are, or what you're doing and how much you think you can handle. You need sleep. Everybody needs sleep. Please try to get some sleep while you're there. <laughs> Participate, participate, participate. If the mic is handed out, if there is question and answer time during a panel or something like that, and if you have something to contribute, and especially if you have a perspective or a background that is different from what's sort of been carrying the conversation to this point, please speak up and be part of the conversation. That said, the worst sentence in the history of conventions ever is, this is more a comment than a question. Don't be that guy. Don't be that yeah. guy. And it's always a guy. It is. Yeah. If you wanted to be on the panel, you should have applied to be a panelist. And otherwise, if you have a legit question, you should do that. One of the things that I will say is that a thing I have started doing for many of my panels is having people write down questions because a lot of people don't like standing up and saying their question in front of a crowd. And it also helps ensure that you are picking questions that are appropriate to the panel and not just by people who are waving their hand very excitedly in the crowd. Equal opportunity questions. And don't be rude when people do that because a format of standing up and asking a question doesn't work for everybody. Well, any final thoughts before we go back to our cold, cold East Coast climates and dream about palm trees and hopefully at least 50 degrees? Yeah, I'm leaving to work on my cosplay that I will be doing for this, which is another fun aspect of the convention. And so, yeah, if if cosplay is your thing or if it's not, just let your flag fly and be creative and, and have fun with it. And if it's not, that's okay, too. I just hope that you guys really have fun, that everybody comes out and don't try to do everything. Maybe pick one or two things that you really, really, really want to do, but also remember to put sleep in your schedule. For sure. And make friends because mm -hmm. there's a chance if you keep coming back to Gala for a one, these friends are going to become friends for life. Hey, thank you for joining us for this uh, special episode of This Week in Time Travel. You can find more episodes at thisweekintimetravel.com. Be sure to check out episode 83, which was all about the academic track at this uh, convention. We are on Twitter at DRWho this week. Alyssa tweets and blogs at Whovian Feminism on Tumblr and Twitter. And I am on Twitter at Numeral Two Minute Time Lord. Rachel is on Twitter at R Miriam, and she is also one half of the excellent Hockey Feels podcast. Our podcast is on Facebook as well. Thanks to Christopher Breen for our original theme music, to David J. Laura for our original podcast logo and avatar. Please review us on Apple Podcasts, consider becoming a member of the Incomparable Network, and tell all your friends about us. We'll be back to talk about Big Finish next week on This Week in Time Travel. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.